0: Hey everyone, I'm Taylor Rooks. On this episode, I caught up with the one and only Shaquille O'Neal. He responds to some comments by Rudy Gobert. He talks about why he's happy to be second best only to Wilt Chamberlain and the real reason why he became a great dunker. Plus, we get real personal and talk about the role that he played in his divorce. Enjoy. Wow, how many times did you have to practice your entrance, Shaq?
1: What entrance? Just just me being myself. Hello. Just
0: vibing. Barely fitting in the chair. What is this?
1: Can you move this little table? Thank yes, you geez. can.
0: What's it's so funny on? because you probably experience life so much differently than me just because you're so much bigger.
1: It's not true, Taylor. It's not? No.
0: I don't have to worry. Like, can I fit into this place? Can I be here? Will I have to duck my head? I feel like you're always having to think about that. No. No? Just living life?
1: That's why I hit my head all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And that
0: makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. So I honestly kind of just want to, like, dive right in with the news of what's happening in this moment. And that's you and Rudy Gobert. Okay. I spoke to Rudy. Okay. I said, you know, I'm going to be talking to Shaq today. Do you have anything that you would like to say? So Let me tell you. No, this oh, is what really? I said okay, okay. yes, got it. So he first off wanted to make it abundantly clear he has no beef with you. He said, okay. like, I don't have beef with Shaq. He said, yes, like I do think I could lock him up. I'm never gonna look at someone, whoever it is, and say, yeah, you would score 40 on me. That's not my mentality. I would love to go against Prime Shaq. It would be a great challenge for me. And I said, and what makes you so confident you would lock him up? He said, that's the way you have to think or you have no chance. But please tell Shaq, I appreciate the love.
1: And you know what, Rudy? Let me tell you something. I respect that. I do. Mm. So a lot of times when I throw jabs, people think it's hate or whatever. But really, I'm just challenging them. Because this thing we have right now is so good. If it continues to be great, everybody will prosper. That's how you got to look at it. So before I came in, it was great. When I came in, it was still great. Those guys left. We made it greater. We're still here. It's the greatest game ever. We leave. Oh, Kobe's here. Made it great. It's a great thing we have. So it's my job to push the needle. Not, I know how to push the needle. So you, you earthlings, when you hear me say something, you may think, Oh, he's, he, he's hating. Like I said, Donovan Mitchell is a really good player. That don't even sound right to me. It should be Donovan Mitchell is one of the greatest guards ever. That's what it should be. So. My question to people like Donovan, are, are you satisfied with being a really good player or do you want to be great? You want to be great. Show me. And if I say something, prove me wrong. It's, it's never beef. When I speak, I think I speak from experience.
0: Yeah.
1: And I have G19 classification to say what I say.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not one of these other commentators who didn't do anything. You know who I am. You know what I did. And when it comes to position like that, I've seen greatness. I've, I've, I've helped bring greatness up. I played with Penny. I played with Kobe. I played with D Wade. I played with Bron. I played with Nash. So I know what greatness is. So when I see somebody that has that, it's my job to push them. But yeah. again, when I when I say, "Oh, he's hating," nah, I don't. I don't have to hate, brother.
0: Yeah. Well, I think sometimes, at least to me, it feels like even more so than just like challenging them. It almost feels like. You're testing them, like testing how they're going to react to this criticism from you or criticism from anyone.
1: It, it, that's exactly what I'm doing. When I, when I was running my teams, I do that. I got to know that I could I could say something to Kelly. She has tough skin. I got to know I could say something to this cameraman right here he has tough skin. If I say something to Kelly and she doesn't fight back, I got to ease up. If I say something to him and he fights back, hey man, move the camera right. I, I'm moving it. Now I know I got somebody that when it comes time to you know, get in the trenches, he's going to be right there with me. And that just tells that you're an aficionado, very professional about what you do, and that's why you're well-respected in this industry, because you you pay attention. So the fact that you know that, and you don't even know me, but the fact that you know that, and these players don't, oh, man, you hating. Why would I hate on you? What have you done that I haven't done? Like, you know, that's the go-to word, man, you hating. No, man, I I done done it all. I'm I'm right there. I'm I'm actually giving you answers to the tests. Yeah. I'm helping you get to here. Because if we don't protect them, the people ain't going to protect them either.
0: So when you think about, you know, throwing out these tests, gauging, you know, how they react and things like that, who sticks out in your mind is, you know, some players who have passed that test and some players who have failed that test?
1: All my guys have passed the test.
0: Okay. All
1: the guys I play for. Hope you don't think our relationship has been, eh. Nah, it's been... And they passed. All of them passed. Penny, Kobe, D-Wade. I I, I didn't have to do it with Brown because Brown was already established. But I didn't have to do it with Nash. But, you know, all the guys that I played with, guys that I was responsible for, passed with flying colors. That's how I know. I know this works. That's how how I know what greatness is because I've seen it. I've seen it in practice. I've seen it in game. I've seen it in tough situations. I've seen it in times when we got swept. How you going to bounce back? I've seen it. The ones that fail, I don't. I don't. I don't give them a second chance. i don't give them a second chance. I'm trying to help you. You want to get all sensitive and call your mother and have your mother call my mother? No problem. I won't say nothing else. I won't ever say it again.
0: Does someone have their mom call your yeah,
1: mom? Yeah, yeah. Who? I'm like, <laughs> I can't do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but a play, a current player has had their mother
1: yeah.
0: reach out to you.
1: No, reach out to my mother. Reach
0: out to your mother yeah. about yeah. something that you said.
1: Yeah, and my mother said, Baby, stop. you you're being hard on them. Yes, ma'am. And my mother's my woman. Whenever she says do something, I don't question it. Yes, ma'am. So I'm not even allowed to say this player's name anymore. No
0: really? Because the power of the moms?
1: Yes, because like certain people get sensitive and, you know, but listen, you have to understand it's never personal with me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This is what leaders do. You have to. You know, see what see, the people that work for you, the people that work with you, you have to see what they they can handle. You have to modulate your own behavior to see what they can and cannot take.
0: So, on this subject, another thing that people have been discussing is Ben Simmons, and Ben Simmons retweeted something that implied that he believes you owe him an apology.
1: Who? Cool. Oh, an apology for what?
0: Things that you have said about his situation, okay. his injury. His. Okay. Do you think there's any merit to that?
1: No, that's never gonna happen.
0: Okay. Do you feel like everything you've said about Ben was fair?
1: I don't know what I said, but I, I know I wasn't being dishonest.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like everything I said, I, I thought was facts. Let's see. Let's go to fact number one. You didn't want to shoot in the fourth quarter. Why? Because you didn't want to get fired. You want to go to the line. That's fact. Am I correct? Okay. Okay. The other situation. Uh, me and him, we didn't really spoke, but he tweeted me, and I said, "Well, when you don't answer." The questions that people are asking, people speculate. And now, with everybody having a say-so, speculation going to be what it is. He's like, you're wrong. I said, oh, cool. I left it alone. But, you know, if something's wrong with me and you depend on me, I'm going to tell you what's wrong with me. Can't do the interview today. My shoulder. I can't even turn left. I don't want to do the whole interview like that. Not. I'm not coming. I'm not coming. Taylor going to talk to you. I don't care. I'm not coming. So... When you leave people room to speculate, everybody gonna make their own speculation. Uh, if I said something that was hurtful, maybe, maybe he should call me and say, hey, you said this and then I will, I'm, I'm intelligent enough to stop time and say, okay, when did I say it? You know what? That wasn't right. My bad, big homie. But right now we're just going on spe- speculation and some facts because I got people where, where he is. So I know a lot, and I see a lot, but you know, we we don't. He hasn't said why he wanted, why why he's not playing. What I would do, cause I've been in that situation. You you don't, you don't think I miss free throws coming down the stretch? You don't think people talked about me? Uh They have. But the way to face fear is you gotta gotta look in the eye. Mm-hmm. Missed ten free throws in a row, down by one. Yeah. All you gotta do is make one. All you got to do is make one and go to the finals and people will love you. If you miss, they're going to be talking about you all summer. Yeah. Just make that one. I've been in that situation my whole life. And guess what? When I need to make that one, I make the one. And then, you know, you get you get your wish, you get traded to another team, and you're still not playing. You have not said why well, you're not playing. And now all of a sudden, this back surgery, no, nah, I'm, I'm not going to apologize because I don't feel I said anything wrong. But if I get a call from the godmother, then, <laughs> then, I'm so sorry I hurt your feelings. I apologize. But, but until you, then, we need to rumors. But
0: I mean I do think you guys probably would genuinely benefit from having an actual conversation.
1: About what? I don't but need to I com- think that all I don't, things I don't, Listen, I don't need to conversate with no earthlings. Conversate about what? I said what I said. This is No, this is not. This this is sports, this is our world and this is how we live. Listen and and that this thing yeah. I'm hard. I got to stay hard. I don't let nothing come in. Yeah. If you look at me walk, I walk funny. You know why? Because I did it for the people. I played. I played. See, it's the difference between being injured and hurt. Everybody's injured. My man right here, he's been, he's been working here 20, 30 years. You don't think his back hurting? My man right here, every, I, I, I've been seeing him for a long time. You don't, you don't think my man's tired? They're injured, but they got to work. See, we're the only sport where you can be injured and be a baby and say, oh, I don't want to do it, and still get paid. I don't respect people like that. I respect these people, the hard-working people of America. I'm injured now. My damn hips hurt. But you think I can call over there with Chuck Ernie King and say, no, I'm not coming to work today. You know what? Draymond going to be in my seat. That's what's going to happen. So, no, I'm not apologizing to nobody. For what?
0: That's fair. That's fair. I do think just to play devil's advocate, it's probably people feeling like, is it as simple as that?
1: I don't know because nobody's saying anything. Yeah. So when somebody says something, if I made a mistake, Dr. Shaquille O'Neal will be the first guy to say, I messed up.
0: I think this is a this is a moment where Ben would benefit by speaking to people, because it does cut out that speculation, but also with things like mental health, if he is dealing with anxiety, if this is something that he is battling, it is hard to confront those issues at times. But we all have these questions, because we're like, well, why are you doing that? This doesn't make sense, and this, that, and the third, but nobody truly knows what's going on, true or false, besides Ben.
1: So if you have anxiety shooting free throws, you have anxiety putting on green leather and $300,000 worth of chains when people like here that work hard never seen a million dollars in their life, do you have anxiety then when you're sitting on the bench? These are questions I want to ask the experts. I can understand you have anxiety in the game, but when you're not playing and you're sitting on the bench and, you know, 300,000 Gucci and the big chains and rings, what, do you have anxiety then? That's all I want to know. Because remember, I respect these people right here, the hardworking people of America. I don't represent the rich, fufu people. That's not who I represent. Yeah.
0: Because
1: remember, there's a difference between injured and hurt. Everybody in the world is injured, but we have to work. Some people got to work check to check for their whole life. We don't, but some people don't. And this is who I represent. So sometimes they don't have a voice, but I have a voice. And again, if I'm wrong about certain things, I'll be the first one to apologize. Because I don't try to be disrespectful, but when I don't know something, I got to ask questions.
0: How do you think Shaq would have reacted to a Shaq-like Media figure. Like when you were playing, if there was somebody who was you in the media, how do you think you would have gotten along with them?
1: There's a lot of me. His name is Stephen A. Smith.
0: But when you were in your prime,
1: Stephen A. Smith. But at your level, no. Stephen A. Smith used to talk crazy. Charles talk crazy. Kenny talk crazy. It's only one thing you can do is shut him up. Oh, Shaq's never gonna win win championships shooting forty percent from the free throw line. Okay, watch this. You just shut them up. That's yeah. all. You don't cry. I'm not gonna call and chuck. I'm beat your be trash on the seat. Wanted to, <laughs> but hey, man. Everybody, everybody has an opinion. But see, if you hard on yourself, the opinions don't matter. Yeah. Lions don't listen to the opinions of sheep. This world we live in now with a hundred million voices. I don't know. Can't. I'm not gonna. Bro, I I used to hear it all the time. When I like Kevin Durant got swept one time, I got swept five times. You don't think I, I heard? Oh, you, he's not that great. Mm-hmm. Same, same thing I'm saying to uh, Donovan Mitchell. Kareem said to me in an article, "I was hurt. I'm averaging, I'm averaging Kareem like numbers." And they said, "Man, Shaq's one of the best Lakers since Kareem." And Kareem was—we didn't even have Twitter. Kareem talked to reporters uh, "Is he that great? They get swept every year. He's not winning championships." I can't cry to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I ain't got that G14 classification. So at some point, you have to listen to criticism and see if there's some truth behind it. He was right. Yes, Shaq's out in 38, but they got swept by Utah. They got swept by the Spurs. So instead of being wimpy about it, you man up, and you get it done. So, you know, all, all the stuff that these guys have gone through, I've been through. Yeah, may have invented it. Mm-hmm. I don't go... No, I'm mad up. Mm-hmm. My father was harder than any other crit- crit- critic in the world. I had fifty one one time and I missed 12 free throws. You should have had 60, mama. Yeah. Like, so, eh, it just, you know, it depends on who you are. And I'm programmed not to make any excuses.
0: For sure. I've
1: never let no excuses come in. And it's not something that I made up. Magic ain't have no excuses. Isaiah Thomas ain't have no excuses. Dr. J didn't have no excuses. Muhammad Ali didn't have no excuses. So why can I have an excuse? And I'm making more than any of them ever made. They paved the way for me. I'm representing for them too. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, sir, because of what you and Mr. Bill Russell had to go. Bill Russell couldn't even stand at the, the hotel with his, with his homeboys. Couldn't even drink in certain fountains. And now they saying I'm the next Bill Russell. I'm, I'm representing that. Why? I'm, I'm flying private. I got sweets and everything. Who am I to complain? I ain't complaining about nothing. Thank you, Mr. Russell. Now I'm a representative for you. That's how I think. And I don't know if they make them like that anymore. So a lot of times when I do stuff and say stuff, it may come out the wrong way. But you got to understand me and understand my intentions.
0: Yeah. I mean, I do think one thing you said is true, which is winning really is that cure to everything. If somebody has things to say about you, you go out there, you prove them wrong, and that narrative will change. Narrative
1: and narrative will change.
0: While that's easier said than done, I do believe what you're saying is true. It's
1: very easy. Yeah.
0: Easy to win a championship?
1: Yes, it is.
0: I mean, I think most NBA players would disagree. It's easy to I mean, like, they would not think it's easy to win an NBA championship. That's why it's the, so coveted, because it's difficult.
1: If you have the right components, it's easy.
0: Right, but think about how difficult it is to get the right components.
1: Yeah, but if if you call yourself a great player, then that's the start of having the right components, right?
0: For sure. But I know you don't think winning a championship is easy. I know that you do not believe that to be true because that's why you have so much pride in it because it's hard to get there.
1: It's not hard. It's easy. No, it's hard to get there. But once you get there, listen, once they say you're a great player and you got another great player with you, you got all you need. You got all you need. Well, every team don't have that. But once your team has that, you got everything you need. No excuses. None. That's why I used to get so mad when we used to get swept. I'm like, damn, I got everything I need. Like, damn, me, Kobe, Big Shot, we just, and then you just got to you keep fighting. And you just get it done. Once we got it done, what happened? We got three in a row.
0: But it took time. And I think for some of these players, it's taking the time of that.
1: But it's still easy. Trust me.
0: So easy to get that trophy. You
1: know why it's easy? Because I'm programmed to, when stuff is difficult, I break it down to its easiest form. Like, for example, if I bought this camera, I don't know nothing about it, what I'm going to do. I'm going to call my main man. He's going to show me what the power button is. He's going to show me where the zoom is. Now I know how to work the camera. I'm not about to sit there and read the damn manual. So when stuff is hard, you got to, you know, break it down to as easy. So yes, it's easy to win. Once you get the components you need, then it's easy.
0: Okay, fair. I think it's, I think that's simplifying it a bit, but I feel you.
1: It it may take you a while to get there. Yes. It it may take you a while to break it down to to its easiest form, but once I got got the book, three in a row, that's why I knocked off three in a row.
0: Because you had figured it out. Yeah. And then you kept going. I think a theme that of resonates to me when I watch one inside the NBA or just like watch any of your interviews is it seems like you believe we have kind of diluted the word greatness like we're kind of calling all these players great
1: yes you have
0: yeah <laughs> explain to me why you believe that to be true
1: because because you have Not oh. you you just have I, I yeah. mean greatness to me is is ah uh, and all it takes now is somebody to do an ah uh, move when you guys are giving it to them mm-hmm. and then you know when they know, and then when they hear it they think that. And then when they don't play like that, and then you question that. No, I'm great. Taylor says I'm great. And then when a great one says, no, you're not great. or oh, you just hate because you're old and I'm playing. So, yes, you guys have to do the word. That's why when I was playing, I didn't want to be the, the, great, the greatest player ever or the best player ever. Y'all passing around too much. But you know words you're not passing around? The most dominant ever. There was only one at the time. Now this too. That's it. It's two. When you talk about the most dominant ever to play this game, it's only two. I could live in that community. Mm-hmm. I could live in that residential area. I don't want to be, man, who's the best? Kobe, LeBron, Michael, too many people. Too many people. Man, who's the best? Yeah, like, my lane, is two people.
0: The dominant is your...
1: And that's why I wanted to pass him up in points, because I was going to have an arrogant speech for the whole world. I'm the most dominant ever. I don't want to hear nobody's name. I got more championships. I got more points. Shut it up. Be quiet. Me, 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 me. But I didn't pass him up in points. I passed him up in championship, but I didn't pass him up in points. So I'm going to give him his respect. And I will allow you to say world Chamberlain or Shaquille O'Neal is the most dominant ever. I can live with that. But I'm telling you, if if I had to pass that man up in points,
0: we would still be hearing about it.
1: For for one day only, y'all was going to hear a very arrogant check, And I wasn't going to be playing. I was going to say, hey, me, me. So, you know, a lot of, like I said, a lot of stuff y'all just throw around. It's cool. You're just doing your job. But since I've been with greatness, I I really, I really know what greatness is.
0: You know, a word I think that is thrown around a lot is superstar. You think that there is a very big difference between a star and a superstar. So I'm going to ask somebody who has a superstar. What do you think that difference is? I
1: don't
0: know. You don't know the difference between star and superstar? No. Okay, tell me in the NBA right now, who are superstars? I don't know. How not?
1: Oh, Steph Curry's a superstar.
0: Okay. Giannis Antetokounmpo Ante
1: is a superstar. superstar. Who else? I'm, I'm not sure.
0: You say Steph Giannis. Yeah. You don't say, I mean, I assume you say LeBron.
1: Oh, yeah, LeBron. Yeah. Super, yeah, Brown, okay, okay, I assume yeah. you
0: say KD. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Okay. Do you put Kawhi? I
1: don't know. Do you?
0: I think there was like a time I was like, yeah, superstar. He's star for sure, but right now I don't know if I would
1: say. So is he a superstar or is that?
0: I think right now I say star.
1: A star? Yeah. Okay, cool. So so then you answer your own question? Yeah. Okay,
0: good. (laughs) you, You have no other superstars? There's four for you. There's four superstars.
1: I know what the definition is, but I don't know what your definition is.
0: And that's why I'm asking you, what's your definition of superstar?
1: Before they renamed. Okay. Chris Paul probably put him in there with that. You put
0: Chris Paul superstar? Yeah,
1: probably put him in there with that. But I don't, I don't know. I, I try not to. You know, sometimes you just have to remove yourself. So, if, so if it's not on a, a Tuesday or Thursday.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like I don't have it
1: when I'm working.
0: To be fair, it's Tuesday. <laughs>
1: Okay, so we're working now, so I'm in this situation. But if, if I'm not working, I'm removed from the situation.
0: Okay. This is completely random, but it's a, a story that I heard that I want to know from you. So they say that there would be times that you would practice naked. Is that true?
1: I'm not going to answer that, is, <laughs> is
0: that. Your teammates are on record
1: One, two, three, discussing I'm, it. I'm, I'm not going to answer that with four ladies present. <laughs> Why? And the cameraman and the, uh, the director talking while I'm talking.
0: <laughs> I can guarantee pra- none of us.
1: Practice naked?
0: Yeah, you would come onto the court and naked. Pra-
1: and practice the whole practice No, naked.
0: but you would appear for a minute. Is that true-, true or false? False. So your teammates just made that up? I
1: don't know who said that.
0: He was like Derek Fisher. He said sometimes like you would come out. You were late. And you couldn't be late, and you didn't have time to put your clothes on.
1: So was I really late then?
0: That's so, the question so you should hold on. So this happened then. You did sometimes appear naked.
1: I was never late. That's all you need to know.
0: <laughs> yeah, you were never late because you were naked on the court. Uh, nah. No, it's just, it's just not true.
1: I can't answer that with four lovely ladies. If this was an all-guys podcast, I'd tell you the truth. Nothing but to choose, but since we have...
0: I can guarantee you we're the same and we truly don't care.
1: I'm looking at supermodels and <laughs> models and lawyers and doctors and producers. Nope, can't do it.
0: <laughs> well, you have confirmed it without confirming it, just no, so no, you, know. you no, I no, I have if you, not. You have. Because if you would have just said no. I'd that was false.
1: What Taylor Rook said about me is false, completely false. you heard <laughs> it from me.
0: Okay, whatever you say. Uh, another thing uh, I want to clear, up obviously it's like a narrative about you and the free throws. Um, that it wasn't your strong suit. But I don't know if you've ever been asked, like, why? Why was it so hard for you? It hard. To make free throws.
1: It wasn't hard. I think it was the man's way of keeping me humble.
0: You had of one thing you couldn't do. Yeah,
1: kept me humble. Imagine my game and me shooting like Steph Curry. Imagine that. My game, me, and I could shoot like Steph Curry. I know for a fact I'd be a hard individual to deal with. So sometimes you need certain things to keep you humble. Like my mother is a certain thing that keeps me humble. Don't say that, don't do that. That was that thing. In practice at the house, I'd hit him. I used to be a shooter. I actually started off a shooter in high school. Really? I used to shoot jump shots, because I couldn't, I didn't want to know. Because I'm, I'm like, magic was my guy. I wanted to be like magic. I, I'd rather come down, give it to my boy. Right, in one game, true story, we got forty-five and three quarters. We killing this little team. I cross the dude off a half court. I lay it, I finger roll, ooh, and I miss. My father comes on the court and just call the timeout. Like yo, man, call the timeout. So I go the timeout. Come outside. I say, what? yo, what you doing? Said, man, I'm working on my wap. Till now, I'm also programmed not to cry. Get your ass back in there and dunk it. That's why when I dunk, I try to rip the rim off. I was always mad at him. A lot of people don't know this story. That's why when I dunk, I kick and I kick because I'm trying to rip the rim off. So from that day on, I stopped shooting jumpers and started dunking. And then when I realized when I dunk, people would go like this. I was like, oh, once again, the Sarge was right. I got something. I got something. That's why when I dunk, I kick my legs and go crazy. I dunk hard. I was actually trying to rip the rim down. And we had those rims in the thing. So when I dunk, it was like a small school, but you see the whole thing go... And everybody knew what I was doing. And after the timeout, I told my guys, anybody shoot, I'm punching you in your face. I'm ripping the rim off today. And then every time I dunk, my father would go, boom. I ended up with 65 that game, but it was boom, boom. And then on the way home in the car, he didn't say nothing. And then right before we got in the house, I need you to do that for the rest of your life. And that's how I started dunking. So I, I, I used to be a shooter. I used to shoot.
0: But that moment, like with your dad, changed essentially your whole style, your whole playing career. It did.
1: So, and I, I shot pretty good in high school. But when I hit that switch of I need, do we need one? I never miss. I never miss. So, you know, because my other game was perfect, people wanted my whole game to be perfect. It's not going to be happen, but it's not going to stop me. It ain't going to make me slow down what what I'm doing. It's never going to make me get down on myself.
0: You said... I'm programmed not to cry. What
1: does that mean? I'm programmed, i probably only cried three times in my whole life. Listen, I grew up with a drill sergeant. Five o'clock, wake up, make your bed, flip the cord on the bed, didn't do it right, do it again, rake the leaves, cut the thing. This, this is how you speak to people, respect. Boom, 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 don't do this, don't do that. Also programmed not to make the same mistake twice. So if I do make a mistake and say something and I have to apologize for it, I know never to say it again. I go right up here in the file, and I hit delete. It'll never happen again.
0: So you said you cried three times. What were those times?
1: Grandmother, sister, and Kobe. Four, and my father. That's it.
0: So for you... Sad cries.
1: I've I've cried tears of joy a lot. Those don't count. Like, sad cries, four times.
0: Do you feel like... Being programmed not to cry allows you to actually feel emotions, or do you sometimes feel like they're bottled up?
1: I don't have time to feel emotions. Why? Because when you're put in a certain position, you have to make sure everybody else is okay. I don't use the term baby mamas. I have two lovely women that I'm responsible for. Even if they're in a relationship, I'm responsible for you. It's a man's job to protect, provide and love. I have six children that I'm responsible for. I have a mother that I'm responsible for. I got one remaining brother, one remaining sister that I'm responsible for. Before I think about myself, I have to think about them. And by the time I think about them all, every day then I got to go to work, it's 2 a.m. So I don't have time to have an emotion. The only thing I got time to do, smoke my hookah and watch some Netflix. And that's why my day is beautiful. Because I, I got I to gotta make sure you, I ain't got time to be, oh, my God. Uh, now, mommy, you okay? nephew you, honey, you okay? That's a man's job. And I live a good life. And again, I think about all these people, these hardworking people right here. I live a good life. I ain't got time to complain about nothing. So I don't have emotions. I have a job to do. I have to take care of my family. I have to make sure that the egg, the nest egg is, is done properly. so I don't do crazy stuff. That's why I don't be out here acting wild. I have to protect this. Because if this goes away, Everything goes away. My father told me, don't let nobody take your mother's house away. Remember that? I was like, what do you mean by that? He said, When you get rich, you're gonna buy your mama house. Now you know 60% of athletes, after they're done, they have nothing. And if you ain't got nothing, we ain't got nothing. That that sticks in me. Don't let nobody take your mama's house away. Don't let nobody take your kids' house away. So I think about stuff like that. So when you talk about emotion, I don't really have emotions.
0: Well, it's interesting to hear you say that you don't have emotions Um, because I remember when I was watching your interview on The Pivot, you talk about having a lot of sleepless nights and the things that you're thinking about at night why you can't go to sleep. And to me, that signals that because at night you are ruminating on things that have happened to you, how they have affected you, how you deal with them. You maybe don't see that as like emotion, but there is something in you that is thinking about life in different ways.
1: Yes, because when you're real, you realize when you mess up. Bro, I live in a 30,000 square foot house by myself. You don't think I know I messed up? My wife was fine as hell. I had it. My babies are beautiful. I'm I'm, I'm in there by myself. I messed up. It's the ones that don't know when they mess up is the ones that don't ever make it. Messed up. But you live with it. Yeah. My sister, I got a picture of her right in the walking house. I messed up. The day she passed away, I should have called her. Should have called her before that. See, mom that I'm the type that I'm working so hard Hey Taylor, I want to interview you on Wednesday. I, I see Taylor in the building all the time. Let's, 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 you know, let's. Tell Taylor I do it Friday, rather than me saying Taylor I can't do it. Like it's always I gotta cause remember protect, provide, and love. And you can put it in any order. Mine is provide, protecting love. So let let me work and I'll call you later. But I, by the time I get home, I never call. So you know, same thing with COVID. Just let me text him and call him. And those are things that you think about. You shoulda, 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 shoulda. And that's why I, I tell people now: don't shoulda, don't cut her, take care of it. Yeah. Now I could have called them. No, call them. I don't care if you had arguments, beefs. You want to know how to act? Send them a tweet, send them a text, send them something. So those are the things. Like when you when you realize you messed up, you don't want to you don't want to have that on your heart. But it's gonna always be on my heart, rest of my life. And I I got ways of dealing with it. You just, you know, think it through. You just think about the good times.
0: And that's your way of dealing it? Yeah. Dealing with it. thinking about the yeah. good times. Do you feel like you ever would have called?
1: Yeah, probably. Because cause the crazy thing is, even though it, it, it seemed like we were enemies, not enemies, it's just what, you know, just what brothers do. You're Arguing like me and Charles arguing, fight all the time to the point when we, when I go to the airport, people are like you really hate him. Oh man, that's my boy. I love Charles. If I if I'm outside with Charles, somebody say something to Charles right now, we all gonna be fighting. Charles is my guy. Same thing with Kobe. And I always tell people, I say, if y'all think we hate it so much, and I want you to play this clip. First championship, it's a hundred thousand people on the floor. Who the first guy to jump in my arms? Kobe. Do do brothers have arguments all the time? Do boys have arguments all the time? That's what we do. But the respect thing was there. And that's what I try to tell people in life. I don't have to agree with you, Miss Rooks, but I'm never going to disrespect you. Like, you think I should apologize today, young man.
0: No, I just asked if you thought you should.
1: You're right, but I'm I'm just giving you an analogy. You think, beautiful, lovely Miss Rooks, I should apologize. I say, no, I'm not. I respect you. Conversation stops there. Now, who do you think you're? Nope. I don't, I'm not. No, no Taylor. She's perfection. No, you think I apologize? I'm not apologize. Boom. I said, and that's what we had. He say something. I say something. The respect was there. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I just like I'm the I'm type that I'm working so hard. I don't like bothering people.
0: Yeah, I don't like so, bothering people. So I've heard you, you know, talk about you know you and Kobe. You had a very brother relationship. It wasn't that you were enemies. Why did it get to the place where everyone believes there was this deep dislike?
1: Because That's what I intended it for. It's called marketing. I'm a master of marketing. I know how to get you to look at me. Even now, I'll say some stuff just to say it, just because I know you're going to react. Marketing 101. (laughs) Hey, you got to look at me. I want you to look at me. I want you to look at him. I want you to look at the Lakers. I know exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. Exactly what I'm doing. So, but again, Kobe had a guy. And yeah, look, we all got egos. Kobe said what? No, nah. and then I had my guy and then it gets out. But who are you talking about? What year is this? What year is this?
0: 2022.
1: When did me and him last play? What? 2004? 2004. Yeah. Okay. So what's that? 18 years. So my marker has lasted 18 years so far because you still ask me these questions. So I know exactly what I was doing. Exactly. Like you, I'm uh, this this is marketing one on one. Ooh, they got beef. Ooh, they don't like each other. Ooh, this, that. But every time I got double teamed, who'd I pass it to? Every time he drew, drew five people in, who'd he drop it off to? That's because the respect was there.
0: You would think though that inherently had to creep into the locker room in some form or it, fashion. It, it
1: never creeps in my locker room. I I was the general.
0: Yeah.
1: Nothing creeps in. And if it did, we handle it like men and then we we'd move on. Listen, like I, the outsiders think everything needs to be. Oh, hello, hello. No, hey man, you got the focus. You got your white balance. All right. Boo, 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 boo. I said, like, it's respect. The respects need to be there. That, that that that's all that matters. Like, I don't have to like you, but I have to respect you. I don't have to like her, but I have to respect her. And she would respect me more if I respect her. Like, yeah. she, like she don't care if I like her. She just want me to respect it. She's directing the show. She like. When I walked out the hall, she stopped me. She wanted me to respect her. Hey, we're not doing that. You need to get Mike. You need to walk back. The cameras are rolling right away. Yes, ma'am. I saw that. I, so I turned it off. And, I, and that's what life is all about. And we have respect for each other. That's why we can win three in a row. That's why 20 years later, you're still talking about the most dominant, most enigmatic, most controversial one-two punch ever. Yeah. Never to be duplicated ever again. But again, like a lot of that was my fault because I, I'm silly. Everybody knows Shaq is silly. I want you to talk about me. I want you to think I'm fighting. I want you to think I hate him.
0: Yeah, because I'm like, was he as on board with this?
1: No, he didn't know. But like, he he was defending himself. But I know if I take him off, I know I get him to play at a high level. I knew that because he was just like me, and he knew that if you take me off, I'm playing at a high level. Like I say, so like, because in all the games, right? Win or lose is still my fault. Like somebody could miss 50 shots, but if I miss four free throws, it's my fault. And then I say stuff like, well, I only miss free throws because I ain't touched the ball the last three minutes, <laughs> which makes you think, Oh, we talk about, a like, Oh, so I, 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 knew, I knew exactly what I was doing. So the next game, he either going to throw it to me every time or you're going to keep shooting. So I, I, I knew, I knew exactly what I was doing.
0: So as you kind of talk about just, You know, this way you view life, the way you live life. You're talking about, you know, being in this home by yourself, thinking about things at night. Are you a lonely person? Would you say you're lonely?
1: I'm a loner, Dottie. What movie is that?
0: I am not sure.
1: You never watched Pee Wee Herman? Anybody
0: know? I've watched Pee Wee Herman, but I don't know. You Pee Wee
1: Herman? I'm a loner, Dottie.
0: Right, but there's a difference between being lonely and being a loner. Are you lonely?
1: No, I'm not lonely because I know how to get out and interact with people. But I am a loner. Yeah. I like being alone. Gives me time to think, think about your mistakes, think about, you did something today, is that right? Because again, I'm programmed not to make the same mistake twice. Yeah. My job is to continue to make people smile, make people happy. That's what I like. And if I could do something for somebody. You know, my new thing is when I go to Best Buy and Walmart, I'm looking for moms and kids. Because they used to be me and my mom. So the last one, the lady was in the uh, layaway section and I'm here hustling. She's going back and forth. So if I bring a hundred this month and next month and get the laptop, I'm like, nope. About to get the laptop right now, lady. That's great. That's that's what Dr. Lucille O'Neill told me to do. So you need to go out and make it better for other people. Thousand dollars ain't nothing to me. But this mom and them two little babies. There you go. Can I put it on Facebook? I'd rather you don't do that, mom. Well, I do. I want to say thank you. That's that good. And then I grabbed the little kids. Hey, you want to be rich and famous like me? Yeah, 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 yeah. You sure? About to tell you my secret. Make sure you listen to your mommy and daddy. Because that's how I got to where I am today. I didn't, let me tell you something. I made a 700 on the SAT. 700.
0: Yeah.
1: 700. And on the ACT, I think I made a 19. So I wasn't a Prop 48. I was able to play. But look, I'm not the smartest knife in the drawer. But I like not being the smartest guy in the room because I get to learn something. I can buy this camera, but it's not gonna make me a, a DP. But I'm gonna talk to my man right there. I know he's been working here a long time. He's gonna tell me everything I need to know. And uh, General Eisenhower said, "The greatest of leaders are the ones smart enough to hire people smarter."
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that's why I'm still successful. I've Got a lot of smart people working for me. Yeah. And I'm not arrogant. Eric- and I'm, I'm not arrogant. I listen. Like my crew can tell me when I mess up. Anybody in my crew, because it's a real crew. I you know, man, you shouldn't have did that. Yeah. What you doing? Stop, don't do that anymore. more, and I listen. That's why we're still here. I don't, I don't know more than you because I make more money than you. I'm not better than you because I make more money than you. I don't look down on you. That's not what I do. I respect the people who make me who I am today.
0: I remember when you're going into the Hall of Fame, Phil Jackson penned a letter to you. And in that letter, he's talking about how he would ask his players sometimes to do book reports. And at one point, he gave you the book, Siddhartha, and you actually did the book report. Yes. And he said that the first line of your book report said, Siddhartha is a book about a young prince who has money, fame, and women, just like me. He is also searching for self-discovery, just like I am. When you wrote that, what point in your self-discovery journey were you at?
1: I realized that Phil Jackson he's a scholar he would look at certain people and be like okay he's this and he would give you these books and you read and you read those journeys i was like oh ah, okay but what phil doesn't understand is cliffnotes.com had just opened up at that time i didn't read that book <laughs> i'm not reading no damn book. i got a season to play cliffnotes.com on that ass
0: but did you mean that,
1: that that's what it said in the cliff notes.
0: <laughs> but did you feel like you were like uh, him in that way?
1: No. When I read the Cliff Notes, I knew what, what, I, what I was talking about. We don't have a hard out. You don't have to worry about that. Hey, we ain't got no heart out. When I leave is when we leave.
0: Yeah, we're good.
1: I'm enjoying myself. But we read, read it. com. That's what you don't <laughs> need, you need to understand that. No, I just. So it, it, it told me in the Cliff Notes what the book was going to be about.
0: Right, and I understand that. I understand you saying you didn't read it. That's you know, fair. Said, okay. But what I'm saying is what you wrote, did you believe that you did resonate with him in that I way? I did,
1: I did. Young, famous, whatever. And then I said, okay, he's on the journey. My journey is to win this championship. That's what. So when I turned to my little book report, I was just to keep Phil off thinking because he said, Shit, did you read the book? <laughs> you read the book? I read no damn books. No, I read
0: no book, Phil Jackson. <laughs> I think it's really cool that he, like, made you guys do that, though. Yeah. Even the, And he said you were the only person that ever actually turned in a report. It was a thing he said, but no one did it. But he was like, he gave me this paper, and he, he wrote this. Yep. But, you know, everyone is on a journey of self-discovery, so it's not incorrect that you wrote that about the book. Thank you. Do you feel like you're still on a journey of self-discovery, or do you think that you have a good sense of, of who you are?
1: I, I know who I am, but it's, 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 it's never about me.
0: Yeah.
1: I realized that earlier, it ain't about me. Especially when you have kids, it ain't about you no more. Especially when you have a mother. Mm-hmm. Never about me. So again, I got, got 50 people. When I wake up, I'm worried about 50 people before I worry about myself. Yeah. So if I can get through 50 and then have time for myself, then I'll work with myself. But other than that... I wanna have
0: a general conversation. Um, about something you touched on on the pivot when you were talking about. Here we
1: go, I knew it. She already warned me about it. Okay, let's go.
0: (laughs) When you were talking about your marriage, your divorce, a thing that you said over and over in that was I was bad. I was bad. What did you mean by that? You
1: know what I mean, but you know the rules of marriage. Stop it. I'm not going
0: to. my job is to ask you and you have to tell me so that I'm not implying it, and we need some clarification. Are you referring to infidelity?
1: When it comes to marriage, we know the rules of marriage, and I broke all the rules. We don't need to discuss what I was doing. Okay,
0: because
1: you, you know, just open all rules. I was bad. I was the worst, and she did the right thing.
0: Well, when it comes to, and again, this is general conversation. Marriage. She's good. Um, <laughs> I like her. Go ahead. As you know, as a as a person who you know obviously thinks about love, thinks about marriage, thinks about what these things are, thinks about the type of. Man, you are supposed to be with, and these and things like that. And we had this conversation, and I said to you, I said, I don't ever, I don't want to date a famous person. And you said, It's not about being famous,
1: about access.
0: Explain to me what you meant by that.
1: It's about access and discipline. Any good looking guy has extra access. One person look at you, two people look at you. You have name behind that, times five, times 10. You have to have the discipline. takes discipline. You don't have to be... With all these chats and and DMs, no matter who you are, people like good-looking people, people like nice people. What if you're dating a guy that's not nice and then somebody gets in your DM and that's nice? You don't have an interest. So, you know, we have a little more options, but it's still all the same. But as a man, you have to have the discipline. If you don't have the discipline... You make up excuses on why you did it. Everything I did is an excuse. The crazy thing is I know better. I've I've seen my mom and my dad. My dad was protect, provide, and love. See, that's that's a man's job. Most guys can give you two. I've seen a man give three.
0: Well, that that's the thing I was going to say. I think there is some irony in this because you can be disciplined about the things you want to be disciplined about. Like, you're clearly disciplined. You won championships. Yeah, but
1: I, so, but if I, I talk about being undisciplined, it was an excuse. I don't make excuses. That's why I can say, I messed up. Mm-hmm. Or I can be like, no, I told her I don't wear those shoes that she wore. Her, so I, no, that's an excuse. I don't make excuses for my state. Real men don't make excuses when they mess up. Yeah. I messed the whole thing up, I messed the whole operation up. Just by being stupid, by being greedy.
0: Yeah, does it hurt you to have to talk about it? It's my
1: second time talking talk about it, and my last time. I never talk. I only I only talk about it with you because I respect you and I like you. I'm never going to talk about it again. But I could say, I could look in the mirror and say, "You messed up. Why'd you mess up? Don't matter." So when you talk about why you did up, and you just create more excuses and opening doors that don't need to be open. Like when I say I was bad, every, everybody know what that means. Come on. I don't need to, oh, it was with No, I, you know, I was the worst. But okay. well, she's happy now. She's getting married yes, now. Yes, and she,
0: that's great. She's, happy
1: she's with a fine gentleman now. I hope she treats her like she's probably treated.
0: So when you talk about protect, provide, and love, what did you learn about love after that?
1: I love that is unconditional. And it's not all about you. See, when I was the man, it's all about me. Do this. Do that. But like I'm sacrificing for everybody now, you have to sacrifice first. You got to sacrifice. What does your woman want? She like those shoes. Shut your face and let her wear those shoes. It's going to make her feel comfortable. Shut up. Nah, don't be wearing those shoes. No. She want to wear it. She want to look good and feel good. It's going to be good for you at the end of the night. Trust me. Be quiet. I didn't know that. I didn't have any experience with being a, a boyfriend. Never had. It just just happened right away.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: so I'm you to live. Like, if you're going to protect and provide and love, you sometimes you just got to shut your face and let the woman be a woman. Like, a lot of us guys, especially when we get money, we like, do this and do that. And that never works. Yeah. Especially in the long run. So now I know how to. You look beautiful. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> And it'll be a great night instead of, you know, instead of because I was always it was about me. It's always about me. Me, 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 me. And then the goddess told me, you know that that that'll never work. That's why you always go boom boom boom. You too mean, you too bossy. I'm like, for real? So she's like, I can teach you and she finally sat me down. I was like, I've been doing it wrong the whole time. Like, oh my God.
0: <laughs> so would you say you're you're genuinely a, a better man, oh, a better yeah. partner? Oh yeah. So all that stuff, it, I mean, in a lot of ways, it was necessary for you to grow and be who you needed to be when it called for you to be. I don't
1: know if it was necessary. Would I, I would rather had this information. Yeah. I just didn't have the information. But now that I have it, I'm nice.
0: I think it's easy sometimes for people to just get caught up in either who they are in their life.
1: That's an excuse, Taylor. Don't
0: right, but I, so that's what I want to say. How would you advise somebody to, how do you avoid that? How do you avoid being caught up in this moment of who you are and all the things that are available to you? Because this story you're telling is not singular. You are not unique in this. This happens. Oh, trust me. You, you understand what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. So before you bring someone into your world, just you have to communicate with them and you have to be ready.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Got to be ready. If you're not ready, just say, I'm not ready. And stay with the people that ain't ready with you. Like ain't ready and ready, ready and ready works. Ain't ready and ain't ready works. Ain't ready and ready, and it worked for a small amount of time, but, but then. But not. Yeah, so if you're not. If you're not ready, stay over there with the people that ain't ready. There's a lot of people over there that ain't ready. There's a lot of people that's ready. So I was, you no, know, I was I was ready because I was having children, but I wasn't really ready.
0: Yeah, but that's growth and that's life. You. You figure out who you are, oh, and, you, quiet. and you and you get better.
1: Oh, stop and it! And I'm
0: happy. I'm happy that you have arrived and you're here. And that's Taylor all. Victoria that's Rooks. what it is. Be <laughs> Taylor quiet, Victoria. Taylor
1: Sasha Rooks. Stop it. <laughs>
0: Actually, do you want to my middle name? Yes. Taylor Lynn.
1: Oh, where are you from? Georgia.
0: Yeah.
1: It's so good. Taylor Lynn. You <laughs> Taylor better get Lynn your ass in this house. <laughs> very,
0: uh, it's very very southern. Taylor for sure. Lynn. You
1: better get your ass in this house. But I've
0: always felt like I don't think I look like a Taylor. No, I you feel look like, like a Taylor. No, you're only saying that because my name's Taylor, no, but you look I don't like think I look like a Taylor.
1: Who do you look like?
0: Like Vanessa.
1: <laughs> stop it.
0: I think I just look like a different name.
1: Oh, stop! You don't look like a Vanessa.
0: I don't. My my mom always my dad wanted to name me Tiffany, and she was like, I don't think she's a Tiffany. She's
1: I a get, Taylor. She's got to be a Taylor. Taylor. T- Taylor's is in the middle.
0: Yeah. It was really important to my mom actually to give. My sister and I have yeah, um, unisex names. What's her name? Ryan. So she oh, wanted us nice. to have, you know, names that cost me more names.
1: Ryan Rooks, that that's nice.
0: That She has a good name, like those double R's. I'm like, I, I should have been Ryan for sure. Um, okay, a couple more before I let you go. Winning Time, are you watching it?
1: Yeah, I'm watch watching it. That's nice. All right, if the
0: All next All right, let me,
1: let me go on. Air. Yeah, I already said they could talk about me. Let no, me that's not sure. what I was going to ask. Well, let me go on record and say, okay. I do not like the way they're depicting Jerry West. Yes. I'm going to go on there and say that. So Jerry, I, I, Jerry was never like that around me, ever. And if it was a time for him to be going crazy, that was the time. Yeah. The stuff that we were putting everybody through. But he was never like that. So, so you're like, that's All
0: uh, right, what's accurate. your question? If, I was going to say, if, if next Kobe, season it is you, who do you want to play you?
1: I was thinking about that. But if it is me, do what you want. I don't care. See, none of it. <laughs> Another thing about me, I'm programmed not to be sensitive. Yeah. So the reason why I can take Chris, I've been criticized all my life since a little kid. So you learn to deal it. You either, or you've, I've learned to deal with it. I learned to deal with it. It took me four years to get over that. Now this dude's 10 and he, he can't even touch. He's six, eight. He can't touch room. He'll never make the NBA. You know, the girls. Huh? Look, look at him. He's ugly. He got big feet. Like I've been. So now I got, you can't, it, it ain't nothing. And then you can say that's going to make me, you know, that's going to razzle my feathers. If it does, I'll say something back. Yeah. And if it gets to certain levels, then it's going, it's going to have to be what it's going to have to be. But I'm not like most of these guys when you see stuff and, like, I'm, oh, okay, that's yeah, so like what us. you say. Yeah, if it's funny, I laugh. Okay. Like, so, I encourage you, if you want to put, put, sit out a twenty funny tweet, funny meme about me, please do.
0: <laughs> please do it. Yes,
1: please Okay, please so
0: do. with that being said, I know you're not sensitive. I know you're like, everything that has happened in my life happened, and I was in control, all these things. But what is the thing that they could talk about in winning time that you're like, I'd be portrayed in a bad light here. I maybe was wrong
1: here. I don't care.
0: And I understand that.
1: I don't care. I don't know. I don't care.
0: There's not a thing you're like. Yeah, people are gonna think I, even though you don't care. There has to be a moment in your career like this probably won't be received. As a
1: leader, you have to do and say certain things to get your troops to respond to a certain level. I don't know. I don't care. But guess what? It it, it ain't that bad. I'm not in jail. I'm sitting (laughs) here talking to to Vanessa Rooks. (laughs) (laughs) So.
0: Um, it's going to catch on, okay? I'm telling you, it well, is absolutely Vanessa gonna catch on. Rooks. <laughs> Hell Vanessa no. Rooks doesn't work, but yeah, the, the no. name Vanessa, though.
1: Vanessa Rooks. I
0: know, people are going to tweet me like, girl, what are you talking about? And that's fine, that's fair. Um, <laughs> on the um, subject of the Lakers and Winnington, definitely have to talk to you about that. You know, Jeannie Buss obviously came out today and talked about all the money that she spent on the team, and she felt like it obviously failed, and she's um, upset about that. What are your words to Jeannie Bus?
1: I love Jeannie Bus. I would never have anything bad to say about Miss yeah, Jeannie Bus. She's great. All the Bus family.
0: Yeah.
1: Hey, it's business. Sometimes you make investments that work out and they don't. We we move on. I'm not here to criticize Miss Bus and she should have did this. She, I don't know. I don't know what she should have done. Just Miss Jeannie, I support you. I love you. Hope you and Rob get it together and. Bring us back to prominence. Cause the problem with us LA fans was spoiled. Yeah, we used to having the top players. We used to go out to the final. We used to win a championship. And when you don't get that, people go crazy. She knows that. She understands. That. That's why she LeBron, A.D., Carmelo, Westbrook. Because we used to having big names play together and work together. But this time it didn't work. But
0: It's okay, Jeannie. You said something interesting in an interview once when you were talking about LeBron. You said right now the issue is that these players no longer fear LeBron.
1: Because you know what? At some point, the student must kill the master to become the master. And LeBron is the aging master. So this is everybody's opportunity. I wish I was playing right now. Because I've I've, I've been through this. When I first came in, so the reason why I've, I've been... Successful and never had any ups and downs because I'm used to the ups and downs. When I first started in high school, I wasn't the top. I made it to the top high school players. Ah, I'm the man. Then when I get to college, I'm like, damn, I'm not the man. But that's okay. I know what I got to do. I'm the number one college player. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Then when I get to the NBA, oh my like, God, Mike, Dominique, Bird. So I'm playing, trying to get to the top. And then Jordan. Oh, Jordan's left? Jordan leaves for the year? This shit's mine, all mine. So, like, I was I was a student for a while, but now it's my turn to be the master. Jordan's gone. This shit's mine. I'm taking over. So th- that's what Tatum, all these guys saying. Okay, LeBron, you good to think about it. And then as a player, like I remember, I used to have good games, and I used to run the TNT, ESPN, talking about Mike again. I'm I'm like, damn. <laughs> it's like a it's like a like a, you know professional jealousy. Damn, they talking about Charles. Man, they talk about Dave Ross. Oh, they are talking about a guy younger than me, Tim Duncan. It's like a professional jealousy. So, look, LeBron had the spot too long. It ain't nothing personal, but he gonna be gone two or three years. And Giannis is saying, "This my league right now." Giannis is saying that. Tatum is saying, "Hey, I just put KD away. Y'all better recognize my name." Steph Curry said, "Oh no, 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 I'm still here." So, but as a fan, that's what makes the game so, so great.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely, and I, and I think that you you are right. And one thing that we do on the show is you do a top five.
1: What show is this, anyway? No. I don't even know what the show Taylor is. Taylor
0: Brooks and. So your episode is Taylor Rooks and Shaq.
1: Oh, so you got your own show? Yeah. I'll see you, boo-boo. <laughs> I see, you, yeah. <laughs> I see you, Vanessa. I see you, Vanessa. Taylor and Vanessa.
0: <laughs> but no, we do a top five segment. Um, and you kind of segued right into it because the top five I was going to ask you is, as we look at this kind of next generation of who's going to take over the league, tell me those that top five for you. I don't know. Well, you said Steph. You said Giannis. You well, said Jason no, Tatum. No, Steph,
1: Steph is older. Steph's on his way out. So Jason Tatum. So yeah, Jason Tatum. You know, Giannis.
0: Okay.
1: Jason Tatum. Help me out here, people.
0: Uh, there's Ja. There's...
1: Oh, yeah, my God. I'm, I'm sorry, Ja. Ja, yeah. Oh, Luca. Luca the Don.
0: Mm-hmm. One more. There's Trey. There's... Trey's um, nice, too. Yeah, there's some good I ones. I love Trey. Trey. So right now, you said Giannis, uh, Jason, Luca, Ja.
1: Yeah. Oh so so my
0: five. So
1: my five just would
0: some names out there. There's Donovan. There's Trey. Trey. Uh what oh, so I forgetting about the young guys? There's like so many young guys. I
1: yeah, but they don't count yet because, like, if you if you can't if they don't it, come right. Those yeah, are the so, ones, like I said, right, they come so right. Trey, I mean,
0: there's Jalen Brown too.
1: Nah, not yet. He's close. He's not yet. So there's Trey and Donovan. Since I've been on Donovan, I'm gonna go ahead and give to Donovan. Yeah, give him some love. No, nah, I ain't going no love. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I, 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 I don't do love. Fair. I do tough love. But, but I'm going to give it to him because I, I know he has the potential. So you, you can either prove me right or prove me wrong.
0: Okay. Sounds good. I do have a, a final one. I just, I'm curious. I'm curious. Obviously, love you on Inside the NBA. Everybody loves you on Inside the NBA. What, is the end in sight? How long do you want to do it?
1: I don't know. Think about it all the time. I don't know. So I have one gorgeous little baby left. She'll be in high school. So four years of college, so I, I, something after four years. Because I, I, I tell my kids, in order to touch my cheese, i have got to have a few degrees. So my oldest daughter's fabulous. She's a uh, marketing director for Pepsi. She's doing great.
0: Mm, shout out to yeah, her. Yeah,
1: my oldest son is doing great. He's also a DJ and NFT space and all that. I got three in college, Texas Southern. Me and me, Shakir. And Sharif, I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to go back or go in the draft. I'm not sure yet. And then that's my youngest, Miara. So she's 16. Two years of high school, four years of college. So that's six years. So after everybody's in and out of college, then I probably can just fade away into the abyss.
0: Yeah, you said you think about it all the time. You really do.
1: Because I have to, I told you when I wake up, I got to think about 50 people before I think about myself. Yeah.
0: Okay. Who do you think? Who do you think Shaq is? when he's not in front
1: of us being Shaq. Oh, Shaq is a regular dude. I denounced my celebrityness six months ago. Celebrities are assholes. I want to be affiliated with them people, and people crazy. They're disrespectful. They step on people. They look down on people. That's not what I do. When I go to McDonald's and order food for me and my fat friends and the kids bring it out, i give them a $200 tip. I'm not about to go in there and cook it and do that. You doing that for me? Appreciate you, big homie. Thank you. Yeah. That's what we need more in this world. Like we got too much. Hey, I got this. I got that. Nah, that ain't, that ain't me. So when you see Shaq, you're going to see him by himself. You ain't going to be in no entourage. You're not going to be disrespectful. You ain't going to be throwing people around. When I go to a restaurant with my boys, they're amazed that I don't skip the line. Hey, man, go to the front. No, man. I'm not skipping that lady. I, I can't do it. Yeah. I know I'm the Shaq and I can eat free. I just get, I can't do it because remember these people right here make this world go around, not me. But but it, but it's my job to entertain them. And then when they pay, that's how I get paid. Mm-hmm. So it's all a certain ecosystem that can never be broken. A lot of people break it. So when you turn your back on them, then they get all sour and get all sad. But you got to protect the people that make you young. So Absolutely. when you see Shaq, Shaq's a cool, regular dude. He's going to be by himself.
0: And I can attest. I think both you and Chuck are two of the like most generous people of all time. And when it comes inside the NBA, I think we are all so deeply... Lucky to have you on that show, so I hope you do it. What as, about Rebecca? As long as you want. Do I look like a Rebecca? Yes, you do. <laughs> I don't know if I look you like do. Rebecca.
1: Rebecca Rook.
0: What do we think, guys? Are Rebecca? Uh-
1: because you said you like double R's.
0: I do. Well, but they should have given oh, me one. I the co-host
1: of the Rebecca Rooks there he is. Show. I'm here with the lovely Rebecca Rooks.
0: <laughs> no, thank you for your time. Thank you for coming on. No problem. Taylor thank Rooks. you, and you are fantastic.
1: And I'll ask you no more uh, personal questions.
0: Yeah, you guys, this is his last interview not, where not, he's not talking about on. any not, of the personal not, questions.
1: Not, I'm turning it right out. Delete. <laughs> manual delete.
0: <laughs> well, thank you All for right. sitting thank here you. and answering. You.
1: Us. No problem. <laughs> my bass so you don't get out of here with that
0: <laughs>